In my opinion, the best episodes of The Art in Yourself are the ones where I speak the least. Unfortunately, this week, I will be speaking the most. My daughter had an assignment for her high school journalism class to interview someone. And she chose me, probably because I was easy to find. So that's what this is. My daughter Mary interviewing me about my podcast. Welcome to The Art in Yourself. I'm John Lister, and this is Mary Lister's conversation with me. This is Mary Lister. I am doing my audio interview with John Lister, my father. And the main reason that I'm doing this interview is because my father does a podcast called The Art in Yourself, where since he is in the theater industry, especially here in Chicago, he interviews actors, directors, costume designers, makeup artists, everyone of the like he has worked with during the theater industry here in Chicago. So the first question I'm going to ask you, John, is... When did you first get interested in podcasting, and what made your idea for what you wanted to do? I've been thinking about doing it for a long time, but until COVID came along and I really had the downtime to invest the time that you need to invest to do it, uh, the, the idea never really happened. But once I had the time and I started doing it, I found it really interesting. And um, the idea for it, uh, the podcast is called The Art in Yourself, which is based on a quote from a famous acting teacher named Stanislavski, who said, look for the art in yourself, not yourself in the art. Meaning, don't be selfish, don't be self-centered, don't be egotistical, just do what you have to do to serve the art that you're working on. It's not about you, it's about the performance. That's an incredibly important quote. And you said you started this because of COVID. Did you already have the plans for it before, never got around to it because of COVID? Or did you just immediately just start up, or did you have a, basically a stage built for you already? No, I've been thinking about it for a long time um, and just hadn't really pulled the trigger on it uh, until COVID. And then I got some books and tried to figure out how to do it. And I, I'd never really listened to podcasts before. I wasn't a podcast person. So I started listening to some podcasts, get some ideas, and I uh, actually... Um, my son's friend, uh, who was 15 at the time, is a musician and uh, also mixes music. And I had him, uh, his first commission, I paid him $50 to write my theme song so that I would have an, a unique theme song that no one else had uh, for the podcast. That's really interesting. And did you start off planning it to be an interview podcast with your theater? Did you plan to, did you come up with the name and then everything else before? But did, did you plan to do an interview podcast? It's a good question. Um, yeah, I did. I mean, I did an interview with someone about three years ago with a guy named Bob Mason, who's the casting director at Chicago Shakespeare Theater. And I went to his apartment and I talked to him and this was back around when I first started thinking about doing it. And then I just shelved that and never did anything with it. So I used that uh, as I think the second or third interview with the podcast um, that I did. I wanted to start with someone that people knew. So I interviewed my friend David Desmolchin as the first guest because he's someone who's been in like the Ant-Man movies and he was in 
Blade Runner 2049. He was just in Suicide Squad. He's in Dune. So he's someone that I knew people would recognize his name and might be interested in his story. So I started by talking to him. He was my first interview. And have you noticed with your theater background that this made this easier or harder, actually? I notice a lot of people who start interview podcasts tend to deal with anxiousness, not ums and likes, but you seem to have a confidence with it. Do you think your theater background helped with that? Well, that's very nice of you to say. Um, it all comes down to the power of editing. One of the things I noticed about podcasting, especially since I'm doing it all remotely, so I can't see the person I'm talking to and they can't see me, I have to give them a lot of audio clues. I have to say a lot of things. I have to say a lot of wow or whoa or um or all that kind of stuff so they know I'm still on the microphone. They know I'm still there. And then I edit all of that out afterwards because it's not good for the podcast, but it's good for the interview because it lets the person know that I'm listening. I'm interested. I'm clocking what they're saying and it keeps them talking. But if I left everything that I said and every noise that I made in the podcast, it would sound really, really bad. So there's a lot of editing that happens afterwards, which is something I am still in the process of learning and is really the hardest part about the whole thing. The interviews are fun. They're, they're, they're easy. They're enjoyable. The editing is what takes me forever. Yeah. And have you noticed that, do you have to find a specific interviewee? Do you have, do you just think of someone that you know them and you know they're good to talk to, or do you have to find specific people who you know that conversation will have some impact or some meaning? It's a good question. You can't really know in advance unless you're super good friends with them. And then even then it doesn't necessarily work out. But what I do try to do is stick with the concept of the show, which is the art in yourself. People in my industry get such a reputation as being egotistical or egocentric. And what I try to do is interview them from a viewpoint of what the art does to them and what they want to get from the art, not just talking about, wow, you're great. Wow, you've done this. Wow, you're this. Wow, you're that. I mean, that interview I did with David really had almost nothing to do with his career and had everything to do with his life. And so I constantly remind myself that when I'm booking a guest, I'm booking someone or I try to book someone whose art I respect, but who I also feel like approaches their art in a way that that I respond to and that holds to the art in yourself concept yeah and they're not gonna ask you to pick favorites but have you noticed out of any of these interviewees who you think really hit that mark of finding the art in themselves and the art in themselves in the art yeah i think that i talked to someone um who a lot of people don't know her name is jennifer may nickel she's a costume designer that i worked with on a tv movie that i did and i wasn't sure how that was going to go because we'd only had limited interactions but we really had a fun time chatting but she was so open and so smart in the way she could sort of follow the trail of how she got to what she was doing and how it affects her and how she brings herself to the craft of costume design and of 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 wardrobing or costuming actors that really went a, a way that I didn't think it would necessarily go and I was really happy with that one of the interviews that I expected to be good and it was good was with uh, Paul Strolley who's a writer director comedian actor um who's a friend and we just sort of it was just like I mean, that, that's that's what I try to do. I try to just have conversations. I don't book somebody and say, we're going to do an interview for an hour. I just say, let's have a conversation for an hour because that's interesting to me. Yeah. Have you, since you started this interview podcast and started doing this, have you been looking back on, say, for example, you watch the news and you see them do an interview with a celebrity? Do you find yourself almost sitting in the shoes of that interviewee and that interviewer and like having more insight and like 
How has that skills of interviewing helped you in your life outside of the actual podcast? It makes it really frustrating, but it's also a different type of interview. And that's something that I think journalists realize as well, is that there's different styles of, of interviews. There's different styles of writing. Most people that you see interviewing a star on a TV show have been given something by their producer that say, okay, we need to get you to talk about this. The star is here to talk about this. Only ask questions about this or steer all your questions to this. I'm talking to someone for an hour and 20 minutes. And I mean, I just talked to a director, the guy who directed uh, my big fat Greek wedding. And he has directed over 650 television shows. And I wanted to talk to him in depth about what it was like to work on Mork and Mindy and Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley and all these 1970s TV shows. But I knew that that would just be about me wanting those answers as opposed to what he wanted to talk about or what I think the audience probably wanted to hear. So we spoke more about his films and about the way he works and, and his his attention to the art. So it's really picking and choosing what you're going to ask. And I have the luxury to do that because it's my show and it's just a small podcast. People on television that I criticize all the time for not asking the right questions are often being forced to ask questions by a producer or by the network or by the studio. Yeah, and on the topic of your interviewees, just a little bit more of a fun question. Who do you think in your mind would be like your perfect miracle interviewee? The person who like, if you got to talk to them, would just be amazing. It's weird because my I've, I've kind of pigeonholed myself and, and I may eventually branch out with this because I feel like there's art in every aspect of life. It's not just people who are in the arts. I mean, I've seen plumbers who are working and it's an art form because they're good at what they do and they really love doing it. And the people that I find fascinating, I mean, I know famous people, I've worked with famous people, but the people that I really get blown away by are often people who are in the news, people who work in the news. I I got to meet um, a CBS correspondent named Richard Threlkeld and one named Betsy Aaron. And I would love to interview people like that because, I mean, they were in the trenches in in, in Vietnam and and in in the jungle and and she was embedded with the Mujahideen in Afghanistan. These are people who've lived parts of history. They've been there when history was happening. So I think that would be fascinating to me to interview people who have turned their art form into something that I can't even imagine, like being in a war zone and reporting from there and doing journalism from there, which I find just to be fascinating and amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's just some of the amazing journalism and interviewing is an amazing art form. And on the topic of that art form, do you think you could have any advice or any prospects you thought when you started, you wish someone had told you about interviewing? Um, yeah, I, I wish I knew more about the technical aspects. I, I don't have a clue about that. I'm learning as I go and it's not my strong suit. But as far as interviewing goes, I think the most important thing, and this is the same thing that's the most important thing when it comes to acting, is just listening. It's so easy when you're talking to someone to be thinking, oh, what's my next question? What's my next question? Or I've got these notes. I've got to stick with these notes. I've got to ask these questions. I've done entire interviews where I haven't asked a single question that I had in my notes. Or I've done them when I didn't have any notes because I knew what I wanted to ask and where I wanted to go. It's all about listening. Someone will drop a little pearl of something that you weren't expecting and it could turn the entire interview a different way and that's fantastic it's going to be better than what you had written down or what you were planning the trick is to listen and to go with that yeah i just want to thank you for coming on to this interview today you've done an amazing job thank you my pleasure i just want to tell you from one interviewer to another that you yourself have dropped a couple pearls of wisdom and i'm very proud to know that you yourself can see 
the art in you and yourself in the art. Well, you were fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. The Art in Yourself is produced at Double Vanity Studios. Cover art by Touchstone Graphic Design. Cover photo by Joe Mazza at Brave Lux. Theme song by JQN Music. If you like this episode, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That's a great way for us to get more exposure. Thanks for listening. I'm John Lister. I'll talk to you later. Later.